Hello and welcome back to Competition Countdown. I am here with Akash from Asta Acapella from St. Louis University. That was a mouthful. <laughs> Someone get me more coffee, but hello. How are you? I'm so glad that you're here. I'm great. Thank you for having us today. How are you? I'm good. So tell us a little bit about the group. Yeah. So Asta Acapella is from St. Louis University. It's St. Louis University or SLU's premier South Asian fusion co-ed team. And what that means is we fuse English music with South Asian influenced music. Uh, and this includes most of the languages from the subcontinent of India and then their neighboring countries as well. So some languages include Telugu, Hindi, Tamil, Malayalam, Marathi, and more. And what we do is we combine the musical influences and songs from those languages with popular English songs from groups like Imagine Dragons, One Republic, and more. That's awesome. So do you also, in addition to competing in varsity vocals, are you involved in the All-American Awaz? Yes, yeah. And we went to their competition last month. Fingers crossed we get into their national competition. We'll get an email soon today, actually. That's exciting. Well, but that's two competitions you have to prepare for. Are you using the same set for both organizations or do you have to switch it up a little bit? With some minor modifications, um, we still use the same set. Okay. So that's a little less, a little less stress, but also a great way to uh, get the most out of your work that you're putting into a contest set. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been amazing to have the opportunity to compete at not one, but two places, especially when we put in all this work from writing our sets to getting ready for these competitions. And I have to say there are quite a few groups from the A3 circuit that are also making it through to semifinals in the ICCA circuit. So, I mean, I know that that organization is growing rapidly mm -hmm. and it, I think it's a testament to how strong it's made this little subgenre of our subculture. So I'm really excited to see success in both organizations. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. We're excited to see you too. So tell us a little bit about how the group gets ready for a competition. Like wh when does this process start for you? Some people start in, in January and other people start like 18 months out before they even have members. So what does it look like for you guys? Sure. So um, I'd say obviously the beginning of the competition season has to be when you start writing these arrangements. In our team, we write all of our arrangements in-house. I write some arrangements alongside my co-music director, Risha Jagdish. And we start that process as soon as I would say June, the year before the competition. So June 2022 is when I started writing my arrangements with Risha. By the time December rolls around, we have them mostly complete. But if there's anything that I've learned from my role, it's that things have to change pretty quickly. So we have most of these songs done right before we have winter break, according to our undergraduate calendar. And once that break is over, we kind of meet about three or four days before the break is over to start learning our songs in a more serious manner. We have something called the boot camp, and we spend about six to eight hours a day for those three or four days just learning these songs, getting it to memory, so that the sooner we can finish the learning portion, the faster we can get into the performance portion. So from that point onward till the end of the competition season, we're running the set multiple times, making some edits here and there, adjustments as minute as one person doing one thing different in one measure. Awesome. So for people that aren't as familiar with South Asian acapella and the fusion style, why is it important for you all to bring that to the stage and to a, a wide audience? For sure. I am the son of two in immigrants from uh, India. And a lot of the people who are on this team are also first generation American, Indian Americans from based on that definition. So growing up here, we learn a lot about what it's like to grow up in America, but we learn a lot about our culture from a secondhand source or our firsthand sources when our parents or family from India come visit us or we go there. And this is the same for many other countries in that same area. So having that ability to learn more about where our ancestry and origin comes from, it gives us a sense of 
who we are and how we can be different people within the United States. So learning English and learning English music and growing up with that are all around us. It gives us one perspective, whereas learning all the other languages within our own native languages and all that music that comes with it too, it gives us a secondary perspective. I personally was also taught in the Carnatic music style, which is a South Indian form of classical music. In North India, there's a style called Hindustani. And in our teams, not in, only in Asta, but in many of the other A3 teams, A3 teams as well, it's almost like a bridge between Hindustani, classical, and pop. And having that bridge and building that connection just among the group of 10 to 15 to 18 people is something that we cherish very, we hold really close to our hearts because it's something that, you know, it's a passion that we don't have a lot of opportunity to express to other people, but this gives us a platform to do both. That's awesome. So clearly I don't speak any <laughs> subcontinent languages, but it's very rare for us to hear in the varsity vocals competition, any song that is not in English. How is it that you are conveying what you want to get across when you know that a large portion of your audience probably doesn't know anything about what you're singing? Absolutely. And that's probably the main hurdle that we face as teams that fuse English with non-English music. But if there's one thing that has come across all my arrangement writing and listening, it's that music transcends the lyrics. So much about music comes from simply the rhythms, the pitches, the tempos, the, the key even that you choose within your song and how you adjust within that same key. In classical music, we call it a shruti. And the parallels between classical music and modern English music are infinite. There's so many ways that you can combine both of them. And finding a way to bridge what more people know here with what people back home would know is probably the most beautiful part about what we do. It's so cool. And for anyone out there that has not been exposed to this kind of music yet, especially if you are an acapella fan, it is truly magical to hear what you all create in your arrangements. And it's like a representation of yourself on stage. As you say, you're you're from two cultures. You live here, but you're raised in the uh, native culture of your parents. So to put all of that in a piece of music and then put it on stage is pretty pretty awesome that you share that all with us. So thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. So what has your year been like so far? I mean, I know there's more than just competition, but this is really the first full school year back that we have not like this huge doom and gloom cloud of COVID hanging over us. What has it been like for the group to be back? Mm -hmm. So that's funny that you mentioned that because last year's quarterfinal for ICCAs was the last time we had to perform with masks and we had those black uh, surgical masks on. So I was thinking about that just the other day, but most of the year has been really fun. It's eventful. The first half of our school year, so the fall semester is dedicated to not only building up our team, but also building up the kind of performers that we who that come across during competition, as well as holding our own little concert. We hold a concert at the end of every semester. So that was our main goal from last semester. This semester's main goal has been competitions. And in general, we focus only on the competition side until we can't go any further. And then we switch over back to the, the concert side. And we have a concert set up for, I believe, May 7th at the SLU campus. So it's it's been wonderful. I don't think any one of us on our team expected to win first at the Kansas City Midwest ICCA quarterfinal, even though it was the very first one. It set a great Great tempo for our team as we went to Los Angeles for the next competition within the A3 circuit, at which we also placed first. Um, it's basically a first for our team overall uh, in our the team in the entire team history since we started in 2006 and started competing somewhere around 2016. The, these past two years have been the first times that we've placed first at a competition, um, and this trend of going upward is it feels really nice to feel because as a senior leaving next year, I won't have a chance to continue this, but I'm glad I'm leaving this team in a better place than when I came in. 
That's so exciting. And congratulations. That's a huge accomplishment to win first place in both competitions. Um, at yeah, the, thank you. At the preliminary rounds. So incorporating feedback and you're getting feedback from two sides now, plus the audiences. So you got two, two different sets of judges, two different audiences. How are you incorporating all of that feedback? and preparing yourself for semifinals. Oh, that that's so tough. It's so important to incorporate both, especially since we're going to the next level in both competitions. But some things that we keep in mind are that our performance on the day of is the only performance we'll ever have in that moment. Things that might've happened that we got note of or had noted down in judges' notes are maybe things that we haven't seen before and they just so happen to have occur in that one moment. Um, our team has never performed with mics. The only time we ever prepare or perform with mics is during our concert. And the next time we see mics is at a competition. So what we hear within our practice room is so different than what we hear within the auditorium in which we have a competition. The best that we get to do, and as a music director and the leaders within our group do, is use that same experience, take every single chance that we can to learn more about how the microphones work and what we can do to make use of that to our best, to the best of our advantage is something that we have to keep incorporating within practice from the beginning of our competition preparation. Um, and a lot of times the judges feedback is it's a musical and it's performance-based, but in both competitions we've gone to, we've won outstanding visual performance. And it's a testament to how much emphasis we put into, into our choreography, recognizing that vocally we can do as much as we can. Visually, we can get as perfect as possible. And at the end of the day, if we can do both as much as perfectly as possible and as often as possible, then that's the best we can ever hope for. That's awesome. So who in your group does the choreography or do you get outside help? So it's also in-house and I would say we have 15 people on the team and at least 10 of them have been major contributors to our choreography. So it's difficult to say one person did everything for that choreography. So that, I mean, that's got to have its pros and cons. 10 opinions in a pot for what you should do for 10 to 12 minutes. <laughs> How long does that process usually take? So uh, you're right. It, de it definitely takes a lot of skill to figure out a way to manage all 10 opinions. And yes, there are going to be disagreements, um, but we do have a choreo lead, I would say. Her name is Anika Karamuri, and she's also another one of our leaders on the team. So she facilitates a lot of the teaching of the choreography, whereas a lot of people will take on different roles with choreographing individual songs or individual parts of songs. We try to make it a, a group process as much as possible. It's the entire performance that we do. It's not because of one person, it's because of all 15 of us. And we all have, we all have some type of contribution to what we do. And that also has to give everyone kind of an investment, a sense of investment when you get on stage too. So that's really good that you take the time to do that. Yeah. So I mean, we're looking at a milestone year for this group, regardless of how the next rounds turn out. This is an accomplishment in itself. And you're a senior. So when you come back for your five-year reunion, where do you want to see this group then? Hopefully with the national title. And, and do you think a national title, two national titles in one year is something that this group has under their belts or has in them? Uh, all I can say is that I hope it happens. We're definitely working towards it and we're hoping that we can make it happen this year. But like you said before, we've had such a fantastic time competing this year. Uh, and something I tell, like, I, I try to be as competitive as possible. I want to win. But as a group, my favorite thing is just simply going on there onto the stage with 14 of my closest friends and singing with the, a group that shares a passion for music the way I do. Awesome. And what do you want? So your semifinal audience, it's a, by the time this airs, it'll be less than a week away. What do you want that audience to walk away with after you're done your set? Well, that's a tough question. I want them to leave amazed and asking for more because what we can do as a team, as Slu asked them, that 10 minute performance where we fuse English and South Asian music, I want them asking for more. 
And that way we can do more and more teams just like us from all over the nation can have more recognition that they deserve. That's awesome. And I heartily agree with that. Alcaville has been a large cheerleader for A3 for many years now. So when I went through and, and took down all of the names of the groups that made it through to semifinals, it was so heartwarming to see so many A3 teams also competing and doing well in ICCA. So I think that is just a testament to how much the whole community has grown. And we're so excited for you all to move on to your semifinals and can't wait to see how it goes and maybe even be interviewing you um, you all when you hopefully get a ticket to New York. Oh, hopefully. And yes, you're right. It's It warms my heart to see that so many A3 teams are making it this far in the ICCA stage. And I hope that this trend can continue. Well, we wish you the best of luck and hopefully we'll be talking to you again for both competitions. I know we'll probably check in for the A3 competition as well, but good luck and thank you for what I think is an added challenge on what acapella already is. You guys bring a whole new level of challenge and talent and skill to this. So thank you for that and good luck at semis. Of course. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. You're welcome.